Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. But today, we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March the 23rd, 1991. It is myself and Doc Turner here. We're waiting on Hopper to join us uh, because, you know, he's always late. That's his gimmick. And as we always say, we don't know if he'll be here, but he's supposed to be. He hasn't said anything otherwise. Uh, Doc, before I welcome you in. Let me give a special shout out to our largest patron contributors monthly, disrespectfully, Classy, Marky, Blassie, Mike, Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your patronage each and every month. And now let me throw it to Doc. How are you? I don't know how you're so optimistic that we're expecting him. No one has heard from him today. That's a great point. Um, I'm going to throw this back to a 50-50 coin flip here. And I texted him. And and nobody understands, you know, let's make this about me for a second. Nobody understands what that does to good old Doc. Because I either have to go from, (laughs) I either have to go get some assist if he shows up here in a minute. I got to switch gears. Or I got to bust out a trampoline and start doing flips and dives here in a minute to try to replicate what he does. You know, make some jokes about ropes getting shot onto faces and. (laughs) shit like that or i gotta set him up for the turtle in the tank i don't know what to do right now i'm a little confused all i know is that our prayers have been answered mike it's not 100 degrees outside we may all die in a flood soon but at least we won't be hot when it happens man that rain was it was was, still raining in my area today yeah it rained about an hour ago here it was a fuck it's it's i mean Talk about a a true blessing in the sense of the word. Dude, there's some areas in 24 hours got like 14 inches. And it's like a broad I used to know. Coke. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, hey, so yeah, we're out here hanging and banging with some rain. It ain't 100 degrees. Things are, things are good. Uh, we are, uh, by the time this show drops, college football will have started. That's right. Uh, if you're a patron of the show, you're probably already listened to uh, my expert picks. Just wonderful, spot on. Um, I another year goes by and I lapped half pint out there, just left him in the dust with my expert picks. Uh, so if you're a patron, make sure you listen to the BTT NFL uh, preview show where we pick the divisions, we pick the conference champions, and then we go ahead and pick. Who's going to take home the trophy? 
Let me get Who's this right. Win the strap. Expert picks from you, even though you and a half pint, damn near, I'd say 90% had the same thing. Well, you know, I mean, he did a pretty good job. Uh, little fella, little fella tries hard, you know. Um, we got to give him his due there. I, the The difference is, is that I looked at the standings. I looked at the ESPN preseason standings and went, hmm, what do I want to do here? And about 10 minutes later, I was done. And he wrote a small novel uh, on the topic. So and, I went. Yeah, and I, I'll let one thing out, a spoiler out. He picked Atlanta for a wild card, and I was like, dude, mm. what? me and you both were like, what are you smoking? Um, but if it had been taller, we'd have thought we fell and hit his head. But you know that wouldn't have caused much damage from that height. You know, I kid, <laughs> I kid. Half pints a good fella. He's a good little guy. He's part of the JV Goon Squad. He he puts in work around here. Um, I don't notice it too much, but I appreciate it, and we appreciate his contributions. Uh, you your vagina keeps you from making picks these days. So he he got his his step stool out and climbed up there and he's right in there making picks too. Hey, you know what? It takes it takes even it it takes a, some some degree of nutsack to put yourself on the record before the first game's been played to say here's who's going to do things. By the way, that the NFL prediction show, I'd say about forty five minutes. I'd say only half of it was actually. NFL predictions. We were cutting promos on the solar panel idiots again because, you know, just saying how, yeah, solar panels are, we love to harness the power of the sun. We think it's a great idea. We just don't want to go $30,000 in debt and get a bank loan to get the solar panels. And then we talked about Jim Ross and his ridiculous statement recently about the gangsters and how they were booked in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Mm. If you look, becoming a patron do it just to hear our take on what Jr. said, which was absurd, but I'll let the patrons listen to that. I mean, I'd say probably about 40%, close to 40% of that hour and 35 minutes or so was basically not on NFL predictions. It was a good time. I feel, I feel like if I could fart into a tube, and that could be recycled for energy. I wouldn't need solar panels. <laughs> you just the you power just, of the fart. You just blow ass into this machine, and the smellier it is, the more power you get. Bro. Yeah. Uh, might be something to that. Might be something to that. My house would levitate with so much power. Man, me too, man. Because I got gas. Boy, I could. Whoo, I could let it rip. Remember that time that you were cutting ass in your office so bad and I came in and sprayed so much uh, Lysol, like linen spray that like we both almost threw up? I mean, you, that was stupid on your part. I'm like, don't walk in here. Why don't, would you walk in here? Don't don't befoul the workplace. We're here to Why do a job. Why would you walk in here? Whatever. We're here to do a job and your farts were making everybody do the job to your fart. That ain't how this works. Bruh. One of the beauties of not having to go into an office is you can, you can fart rip freely. Ass constantly. And I, I have a so very active gastrointestinal tract. Man, I, I fart ass, I rip ass all so day. loud that, that Zoom says, you're mute, your mic, remember, your mic is muted. Yeah, I do the same thing. Bro, let me tell you something, man. And this is a 100% shoot. I 
can fart with the best of them, and I'm proud of it. That means my gastrointestinal tract is healthy. Why is Harper calling me? Hold on, Doc. Hold on. Okay, well, Sasha's a lucky woman. Let's see what this is. This ought to be good. He's on Chef's Highway. I, I got him on speakerphone. Yay, what's up, okay. man? Hold on. What's wrong? I'm on. Oh, you're on, you're on Skype? Yeah, I've oh. been off like 10 minutes. I texted you. Okay, I didn't get the text. These Did are, the text, these are lies. No, no. Okay, we're going to call you on Skype now. All right, man. All right. These are lies. He's lying to cover himself. You got to wonder that. what else he's lying to us about. I love, I love that I put him on speakerphone. Lady Harper's his sister, I bet. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Uh, but little, yeah. Check out the NFL preview show and all the other wrestling shenanigans that we talked about there. So it was a, it was a fun time. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Real quick, Harper's on. But before I throw it to him, no new hey. patrons this week. But if you appreciate the fact that for seven straight years we put out at least one show every single week, sometimes you know more than that. No best of shows in this neighborhood and territory. This show is ad free. Become a patron. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You get access to hundreds of additional shows including the world class. I'm sorry the WCW pay-per-views. Clash of the Champions. World class shows with Lance and I. NWA cast with Sparks and a Little Fella and ECW shows with the Boston Bad Boys Mike Pru and JV. Hundreds of Outlaw Mud Show episodes and content available at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT for you to enjoy. And don't forget, if you want a free month, just email me, bookintheterritory at gmail.com. If you're not a patron, email me for a free month, bookintheterritory at gmail.com. Hopper, uh, nice to have you. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you back in the saddle. We missed you. I texted you about Blazing Saddles on Saturday, but I never heard back from you, so I was Yeah, I saw it. I told you that. You never responded. You got a new picture via Skype? Oh, yeah, I put up um, Stagger Lee as my Skype oh, Yeah, sure do. All right. That's who that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Not yeah, Joe I ID. saw it. Yeah. So we got to get that scheduled, man. We got to we gotta do the, the Blazing Saddles gimmick. I remember it being more, I don't know, maybe just the fucking, the legend of it, of being more, you know, like they say the N-word every five minutes or something. Engine sinking. You know, it's a goofy comedy. It's they said it a lot though. I mean, yeah, wasn't every two isn't, seconds, but isn't once too much? That's right, Doc. The opening scene. <laughs> Bro, that's I the text, best part. <laughs> it it really is. It really is. like to be honest, it's true. Like the opening scene is the best part. There's a Chinese man who passes out working on the railroad, and this white cowboy says. Dock that C word mm. a day's pay. The man just died on a job. Okay. And then. For, for, for us sleeping on a job. Sleeping on a job. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So then, 30 seconds after that, the N word starts flying. And this same cowboy says, you know, when y'all were slaves. Y'all used to dance and sing while y'all were working. I liked it better I'm back then. You know how many times I've seen Blazing Saddles? I'm aware of this. Okay. So I'm just saying, Harper and I need to break that movie on down on Patreon. Yeah. Even and though I don't know. The bean scene where they fart so much. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, um, 
Harper, let's not talk about it now because we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Kayfabe, um, bro. Kayfabe, brother. Craziness. I do need to show y'all something. So, uh, oh. Doc, can you, I got to get something pulled up that Chuck Gunter sent me about Buddy Landell in the NWF in New Orleans. But I need... See, I never to, clicked on that because I saw it. I, I was just busy with work. And I was like, what? Oh, God, I got to see. It's like, fuck. I, and, I, and I forgot to go back and fucking find it and look at it. All right. So... Doc, an ad's gonna play, so bear with me if the audio comes through. I slapped on you that you suck. So- All right, I'm gonna come back to this in a second, and we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this Buddy Landell promo, so y'all can see it and what he does. Chuck Gunther sent it to me, and um, Buddy is phenomenal in this uh, for many reasons. But can you read the five star review, Doc, and then we'll come back to this. Uh, yeah, let me get, we got a five-star review this week, and so we're always appreciative of those. This one is from Grant Scott Ellis, a great podcast about wrestling. How has this podcast lasted so long when others have failed? That's right. Because Mike, Doc, and Hard Buddy Harper care about wrestling, and Buddy Landell have them almost an endless amount of great material. They were marks for ourselves. There you go. You forgot the most important part there, Grant. <laughs> we are colossal marks for ourselves, and we don't know our own value, so that we'll do this without getting paid except for Mike. <laughs> yeah, because Mike's making so much money, he has to keep working on free. Which one of the job. three of us just bought a new mansion? <laughs> mansion. Oh, wow. you got a mansion? Yeah, yeah, it's on land. He's out, out away from people. Just, I wish. Oh my God, I wish. You like Come JR on, from Dallas? You know kind I of. can't. You know my broad is not going to move into the middle of nowhere, Texas. My broad. That's I real would. classy. I would in a heartbeat, but that ain't working for her, brother. Uh, did y'all get a bunch of rain? I saw <laughs> Dallas got a shit. We're flooded of rain. out, bro. Flooded you, out. Really? You can say we got a lot of rain. You can it, definitely say we got a lot it of rain. was that bad? We got water to drink again. It's great. Our grass so, is green. Everything is back to normal. Not far from me, Hopper, there was some pretty decent flooding. It, I don't is, 79 say de- it is 79 degrees right now. There have been times in the past two months where we recorded this time where it's 104. Yeah. We are blessed yeah. beyond blessings. I'm not Did complaining. You got like in the people's houses? I, no, um, I live up on I live up on a big hill on the big side of town in the big house, and it doesn't matter if everybody else gets flooded out. Wow! You see how he is? Yeah. You hey man, that? when the world starts falling apart, you got to take care of your own. Am I wrong? That's right. Okay, can y'all see my screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so y'all can see my screen. I started the video version of this. Um, even though we haven't started the NWA or I'm sorry, WCW portion of this yet. This is the NWF. They ran in Louisiana, Buck Robley's promotion. Uh, he had this backer. Um, they would run at the St. Bernard civic center. Was he Kenner, a Nigerian Prince? No, he wasn't Buck Robley. You don't know who Buck Robley is. Jesus Christ. The uh, money man. No, he was that story. I believe. Yeah, that's from global. I believe the money man for this was a dude from the fairgrounds in new Orleans. Uh, the race, from show, the- but Oh, really? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Chuck Gunter um, sent me this originally, and a few others had sent me this as well. And he just said, you got to watch his Buddy promo. It's, it's, it's crazy. So anyway, um, this is Buddy cutting a promo. He's responding to, I think, Butch Reed and maybe uh, Robert Gibson from earlier in the show. Uh, I watched a little bit of this last night. Kind of entertaining. It's just phenomenal. But Buddy's promo here, I just need y'all thoughts. So here it is, Buddy being interviewed, giving out his promo. And don't laugh too hard when he drops to his knees. Joining me, the nature boy, Buddy Landell. Before you say anything, Butch Reed. Cut me right off. He said you've got to put your money where your mouth is. Well, the first thing I want to do is expound on what Paul Orndorff said about the NWF. You know, this is where guys come that have attitude problems that don't walk around on knee pads with their mouth walk this. You know, you ain't got to go on good job like that. <laughs> You know, you take a guy like Greg Hammer, or you take Butch Reed or Buddy Landell, and they nail one of these other guys in these other organizations, they start going, it's not in my contract. You can't do that. Daddy said sale. Daddy said sale. Let me tell you something, Butch Reed. Apparently, you forget about that hand up that I slapped on you, that you sucked soup out of a straw in the hospital for about six weeks, about five years ago. I trained you. I showed you what it's all about. Robert Gibson, I'll slap you, buddy. I'll make you like it, too. That's exactly what I say. You know what? I come home. I come home the other night half drunk. My wife says, "What are you doing coming home half drunk?" I said, "Hey, I run out of money, and I want you to know that I practice safe sex. I'm safe all of the time. That's exactly what I'm talking about." Now let me tell you something. There is nothing but pigs, dweebs, and all the other kind of unbelievable names that you can mention on TV in New Orleans. There ain't even no pig farmers here. They got to bury the people up above the ground. That's how fertile this ground is. New Orleans, you ain't nothing but a dive. And all you two-for-nickel gutter tramps out there that put your makeup on with color and crayons, stay away from me. I got a real woman. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know, Doc. What did you take from that? I'm just curious. I think Buddy's unhappy with where he is in life at this point. <laughs> you don't say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who was he imitating giving a blowjob to the promoter or Booker man? I don't there know. You know. <laughs> that was Look at Tommy the... Rich. <laughs> Look at the <laughs> So so okay, I know we focused on Buddy the first time around, but look at the look at the guy giving the interview. Where do you think they found that guy? I remember this dude and I don't remember where. He Did actually he was at a taping on? I don't, I don't remember, but he was on a, he was at a few independent shows that I was on long, long time ago. I remember seeing this dude there. Um, look, just look at him while, while Buddy is cutting this promo. He's laughing. He can't contain himself. Look at how him. many, how many mud show interviews of buddies that are lost to the ages. Do you think are out there like this? Oh God, man. Hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> Because he has no filter, right? Yeah, he's got. There's no governor. He has an. Right. He has no filter and an and an insatiable appetite for drugs and alcohol. And if you try to put a filter on on him, he'll say "fuck you" and leave. So, and maybe do it on the air. Yeah. So Hopper, you you were you were about to say something. He has no filter. Keep going. What were you, what else were you gonna say? I just say he, he he. If you tried to fucking uh, calm down, he would just say "fuck you." I'm going home. Do they had this... Butch Reed, Greg Valentine, and and Paul Orndorff in, in this promotion? Yeah, this Damn. stuff might be 
look look let me go i'm gonna go back look at um i mean i know this isn't no like riveting interview here but but robert gibson god damn stormtrooper that's not the same stormtrooper just just so you want to but yeah like like look we're gonna get into the wcw show shortly but this is kind of fun because we don't do this often here's uh butch reed and robert gibson Wrestling returns to the East Park Recreation Center against the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez and Nature Boy. All I ask is what's my back. What? What? Ticket information 278-1507. This match has been signed for tag team action, but I understand there's been a change. Butch Reed is going to be your partner in the tag team action. Robert Gibson, tell us about it. That's right. My partner, he got hurt. And what happened, Manny Fernandez and Buddy Landell, they're trying <laughs> to run a rough shot over everybody. Let me tell you something, guys. I got to be a man here to be my partner. Butch Reed, all I ask is what's my back. We can take care of him. Butch Reed's going to be there. Sure. It won't be the first time that you and I got together oh. on one side or the other. Huh? You know Butch Reed can stop and bump, and I'm telling you one thing. I'm tired of people running in and out of our matches. Hey, it's a wrestling match. This is not the movie theaters where you run in and out, boy. Y'all better get your front row seat, because it's going to be live. I'm telling you one thing. A raging bull. Well, it's going to be a whole lot of bull after me and Robert Gibson tags up, you understand? Because Buddy Landell, he's back. Getting and grinning. Talking loud and ain't saying nothing. Well... You got to put your money where you knew you know what is. Monday night. St. Bernard. St. Bernard. I mean, we don't <laughs> rock and roll. I'll be just as good a partner as any partner you've ever had because there's something to be settled. There's something to get Wrap straight. it up, Butch. There's some knuckle knots need to be placed in the right spot. And Manny Fernandez and Buddy Landell, you two going to find out where they're going to get placed. St. Bernard, get ready, get them tickets now, because we're going to be there rocking and sucking. <sighs> All right. Um, this is the same. They're at the Civic Center in St. Bernard for this show, Harper. I was watching it last night. This is. Uh, I assume this came on local TV back when we were kids or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember this. I don't either, man. I don't either. 92. I mean. Well, we should start. Did. How many episodes do you have of this promotion on here? Not much, um, huh? He just, this is Crispy Lettuce on Twitter, Doc, his channel. He added a bunch recently. So there's there's a good number of number number, number of them on there now. This could be our new Smoky Mountain for the Patriots. <laughs> it's, it's some interesting stuff, man. Like, yeah, because they they have talent. I mean, I mean, you just saw it like Butch and uh, Sick Holly's in it. Yeah, sick Um Doc, tell your dogs to stop barking. This is supposed to be the stormtrooper, the dude with the black and red tights. Oh, yeah. What makes him? My a dogs aren't barking, dude. Stop! Tell your dogs to shut up, man. They're not mine. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's, I don't know how this dude is supposed to be the stormtrooper. But we're in St. Bernard because that's the stage behind Butch right there, Harper. Yeah. And you can see the, the good balcony. physique. Yeah. Anyway, this ref is an uh, interesting looking fella. Yeah. That guy is from St. Bernard. You think so? Oh, yeah. That guy's a fucking shrimper. I think Cornette's on this taping. My daddy used to. My daddy started shrimping and my grandpa was a shrimper. 
We've been Wait, shrimping we got, ever since. Been shrimping ever since? We got Cowboy Bob Orton here. Fuck. Is that? Yeah, man. Who's who? the other? That's that Dynamite that Kid, is. huh? No, no, hell no. No? Don't look Who's like him. I can't tell. It's too dark. Is that? Who is that? I didn't watch this far last night. <laughs> but Bro, yeah. why is it cut off? That like it's it's like a line with the guy with the sunglasses like over his shoulder. It just goes black. It's a mud show production. Hot hot shot, Joey Mags and Chris Adams versus oh, Bob Junior in prime time. Ron Powers. That's who that was. Ron Powers next to uh, uh, Orton. You couldn't see because it was freaking dark as can be. Hey, so uh, I don't know if this is really mud show or not, but uh, I wouldn't call it mud. Oh, show, I no. think it is. No. Oh wait, we got it's Cornette just... with the mic. Oh no, shit! What the hell is he saying? Let's go to the. Let's, I'm just curious now. Let's go to the ring. And his partner, gentlemen, Chris Adams, and their opponent. You don't know what you're doing to introduce some real wrestling talent. Ladies and gentlemen, on second thought, that's false advertising. Stand up on your feet and pay your respect to two of the greatest athletes in the history of professional sports. At 260 pounds from Kansas City, Missouri, Cowboy Bob Orton. And his tag team partner, 260 pounds from St. Louis, Missouri, it's time for prime time, Ron Powers! Quite an introduction by Mr. Cornette. Oh, he's such a talker, you know, you got that prime time. You hear who that is on commentary? Is that Terry Funk? That's Terry Funk, yeah. God damn. Yeah, look, WCW. Let's just review this shit. Look, this is the this is the beginning of the show. Oh shit, of course it's gonna that's funk in the interviewer. Fuck. Remember, this is after his WCW run with Right, Twitter. that's what I'm saying. Like they must have been writing some fucking checks, bro. <laughs> and they probably went went broke real quick. All the fucking veteran wrestlers were descending on that like fucking Oh yeah. Like there's... fucking like fucking uh Locusts. Moth. Yeah, like moth. <laughs> Like we got a money flight. mark down in New Orleans. Oh yeah. shit! Everybody had a flight the next day. Yeah. Fuck hey brother. Like, hey brother. I heard you're trying to. I heard you're trying to revolutionize the business. I'd love to be a part of that with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you're doing down there. Hey man, I heard you. I heard you putting on some real top flight cards. You know, I, I, I'd love to. I'd love to just come in and, and do whatever you need me to do. Man, how Dude, far I off can tell am you, I? I can tell you the exact words. Brother, can you figure me in? That's what they said. Can I get figured <laughs> they, in? Yeah, can I get figured in? You fit me in this? Oh, boy. Anyway. I want to ask uh, Luke and fucking D-Man if they remember this. I guarantee you Darren went to this. Oh, how about the hell are you talking about, bro, man? Yeah, yeah, I know what the NWF is, bro. I mean, come on, man. What are you fucking they stupid? They Bruno, but they never showed him up. Bro, let me tell you, I used to sit backstage... I, 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 that's where I first met O. O was in the crowd. I took him under my wing, you know. I mean, I mean, real talk, real talk. But you know what I'm saying? You know? My yeah. phone's so fucked up. Yeah, the fucking text message didn't go through. It still says sending. Mm. Oh, yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. But um, this was some entertaining shit. Anyway, uh, go to, I'll give them a shout out here. Armstrong Alley on uh, YouTube is the channel. And uh, enjoy some NWF Championship Wrestling in Louisiana. Buck Robley's promotion. Uh, Fuck, it's good shit. A new patron. <laughs> Harper wants to do patron shows on this. I'll watch Har- this. Harper, we had a. So, I feel like I found, like I'm on, like I was like digging in the attic and I found like a fucking treasure. Harper, we had a soccer tournament last weekend. Did you win? We made it to the finals. Okay. Um. Look at this asshole. We spent 10 oh. hours door to door on Saturday out of the house for soccer. And Sunday was 14 hours. Jesus. Left at 630 both mornings from the house on the weekend. So if you think I'm doing another show. We're lucky I'm here for this. That's right. You're finally waking up. Right. So. Let's just all get that clear. No more new shows. <laughs> Mike, call fucking half pint. I'm not no. He'll mark this, out for this shit. You need to you need to get D Man uh Oh yeah, fuck. He'll he'll want to review this and talk about it. And it, it. It'll start with Terry Funk and you know the intro here and it'll devolve into Bruno inside of sixty seconds. Bro, let me tell you what, bro, bro, let me, okay, bro, I gotta be honest, but bro, Bruno, let me talk about Bruno, bro. Bruno is my favorite wrestler of all time, Hopper. I mean, come on, bro. Show the man some respect. I mean, you know, I know I'm not from New York or whatever, but you know, show the man some respect. You he was he was a champion for eighteen hundred years up in New York in the territory up there. <laughs> I'm okay. surprised at- I wouldn't be surprised if Bruno pops up on here. No <laughs> shit. No shit. Hey, Bert, Hopper, did you see the intro of it? Look at the intro. Yeah, look that at this shit. Like, yeah. Like they, I went they, to New Orleans skyline. Look at this shit. Yeah. Maybe I should play it's, the audio. God, what is it? Fucking who that chan or something? I have no clue. I, I don't even remember. I, I I skipped past the audio the other day. But let me say this. If you're listening to this on YouTube and you don't hear the music here, it's because, um, yeah, they made me clip it out. But uh, uh, so I wouldn't get copyright violated. Here it is. Let, let's let's see what it is. The NWF presents what the Championship hell? Wrestling. Do you, y'all catch whatever that was, that music? Yeah. Any idea what it was? I have no fucking clue. It was just yeah, like miscellaneous uh, shit. Fuck. You know what? Luke may have used to go to these shows. I guarantee you he did. They ran. When was the Pontchartrain because, Center open, Hopper? Because he's got a story that he loves to tell when they were at the at the landmark, you know, the big hotel, right? At Battery. Yeah. Well, they, they like ran out one of those big rooms and when they were beating up on Terry Funk. And he says that when he was a kid, he, he ran into the back where the wrestlers were. Says, help, help. Sutton. They're, they're, oh yeah. They're, they're, they're beating up Terry Funk and, and Mr. Wonderful is like, Hey, a hey, kid, uh, Terry Funk could handle his own. He's all right. 
And did he say it in a fake black accent, or did he develop that later on? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not oh, as bro. bad as he used to be. <laughs> Luke, huh? he's not as bad as he used to be. He, what do you mean? He, yeah, because... What, is, what does that mean? Because he's more Hollywood and worldly now. Yeah, he... Dude, <laughs> 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, if you heard Luke talk, you'd be like, what did you just say? Yeah. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. I was banging these hoes the other night, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Let me tell you. I, man, look look here, man. I was banging these hoes the other night. Man, you should have seen him, man. He sound, <laughs> Bro, you know who he sound like? Anthony Michael Hall in Weird Science. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have his license, Lisa. Uh, all right, man. This was fun. Uh, you know, good shit. Now we got to talk about some bad stuff in no, WCW. Not, hey, why do you say that? It's not been bad at all for a while. Well, that's why true, be negative. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Take a bell. I didn't mean to get you. you gave it, didn't you hurt. give it an A? La- Harper gave it an A last week. Yeah, I don't know. You saw half of it. <laughs> that's when Tiffany's battery it. died or whatever. Yeah. The, her, the that was two weeks face. ago. Was it? No. Yeah, you were here last week telling us about it. Oh, no, I think it it it, it happened last uh, Wednesday. I think I don't know. We, we record on Tuesday. I don't fucking know. Right. Well, on that note, let's get into WCW. It's Saturday night on TBS from March twenty third of nineteen ninety one. Just a quick note from this taping before we jump into it. We turn down Butch Reed here. I'm sorry, Ron Simmons here. Oh, According to the no. records at the history of WWE.com, this episode was the second half of the March 12th, 1991 taping, which aired again on March 23rd of 91. And the intro is we see Ron Simmons cutting a promo on Teddy Long, Kevin Sullivan, and One Man Gang. That's what got cut off from the copy that we had from last week. Ron tells Teddy, if you paid by the pound for these guys, you overpaid. Then we go to JR, Paulie, and Missy in front of the green screen, and we are promised the danger zone with Sullivan and One Man Gang. And Missy says she is going to find out the scoop from Nikita Koloff. We immediately go to the first match. But Big Josh and Tommy Rich versus Barry Windham and Ric Flair in the curtain jerker for the episode, maybe not for the live audience. Um, this is what I would call a hell of a start. <laughs> Tommy Rich and Big Josh versus Flair and Windham. Um, Doc, I got some audio I want to play from this, but I want to stop here first and get your thoughts on the opening of this episode. So many world champions here. Yeah. Um, do you want to comment on what you mean by that or – well, I mean, it's it's everybody but uh, Matt Bourne. Everybody but Matt Bourne. Good point. Yeah. Um, well, Barry hasn't won a world title yet. Not yet. Yeah. But I hear you. I got to play some audio here. This is from Who's the, the start of the- in this match? Serious question. Well, it's supposed to be Big Josh and Tommy Rich. Mm-hmm. But why are you asking that? Because I think the crowd is super into Flair and 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 uh, Wyndham. Same way they're in the Sid every week, it seems. Mm-hmm. So here's some audio from Jim Ross talking about he hopes that Flair doesn't have jet lag. Here it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Ric Flair, hopefully for him and Barry Wyndham's sake, will not be suffering jet lag from our trip. Uh, we just got back 
from Tokyo, and Flair is back with the WCW World's Heavyweight Championship. We'll tell you right now, the, I've been around a lot of championship matches, but I've never seen any more controversy that that belt has uh, caused and that the actions of that man has caused internationally. And the fans in Japan firmly believe that Tatsumi Fujinami is the rightful recipient and holder of the WCW World's Heavyweight Championship. But that is not the case. It is still up for review, but Flair is the champion. Oh, you know he's the champion because he's the one that entered the arena with the belt this evening. Oh, that's good deductive reasoning, Sherlock. <laughs> okay, so here's something to point out. We talked about last week they were going to Japan for a pay-per-view that's not going to air in the States for another month. This actually was taped before they went to Japan. So JR is talking about this controversy with the Japanese fans believing that Fujinami is the champ, but JR says Flair is. Well, they're voicing this over after the fact and after, I guess, that that would have happened over there. So, you know, they actually do a good job from a continuity standpoint of doing the voiceover after this match actually happens so they can talk about it. The bull crap about this is you couldn't even, I mean, I guess, I guess there would have been tape traders that technically could have got the tape in somebody's hands another week from now uh, after the pay-per-view, but I mean, there's no way we don't know what that, I mean, they could have lied to us and said Flair murdered puppies over there. And we didn't have no clue if that was the truth or not. Uh, Doc, let me throw to you thoughts on the comments there from JR and then the match. Just a new thought for all the things that WCW gets wrong. How did they think they were ever going to keep continuity up with these tapings? I mean, they did it the right way here by voicing it over. I get that. But they're going to slip up a couple of times, especially down at Disney, right? I mean, yeah. That, it's, the problem is it's, it's impossible to, to just keep up with what's aired, what hasn't. And in this instance, the fact that they can't show this pay-per-view for another month. And but another thing is back then they're like, if we fuck up, they see it once and that's it. Yeah. It doesn't breathe. Fucking 30 something years ago, there'll be people watching this shit on a, the computer and fucking dissecting it. Hey, nobody could have <clears throat> predicted us showing up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. <laughs> nobody knew we were coming for it. <laughs> we snuck up on everybody. Hey, look, man, there's people out there who are perfectionists in this stuff. This ain't this show. We don't give two what's, Doc? Two poots of jizz. Whoa. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, they, they look, they covered They covered it. They covered it as best they could. Yeah, that's, and, fine. that's all. That's did. fine. Yeah. So we get into this thing, and first of all, this should have been a squash match, and it wasn't. And I got to tell you that Barry and Rick were far, far, far too generous here. Uh, with these two clowns. You think um, so? Wow, got, you called Rich a clown? In context. Mm. Go ahead, Hopper. What were you about to say, Hopper? I don't know. I mean, I don't think it should have been that bad of a squash match because these are two of their quote-unquote stars. Stars. Hmm. Well, uh, here's what I do know. I got <laughs> hot when Big Josh started no-selling flare chops. Look, if, if, if Sting and Luger want to do it, I don't like it, but whatever. <laughs> But if the, if the mid card's in the ring doing it, that's a real problem. That ain't going to work for you, brother. 
That does not work for me. He looks like the mascot. Remember that that fucking lumber company? They used to have ads in the paper, and it was a guy that looked like him on the ad. I forget what the fuck it was called. Big Josh? Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. No. He looks like the brawny man. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know it's Matt Bourne, but uh, whatever. I don't know. Okay, Doc, what else you got? Well, later on in the match, they go heavy in on Tommy Rich, and I was like, Mike must have had his pants around his knees by this point. Oh, come on. (laughs) I think old Crankmaster out there had had his hands on his knees. He's got the door locked. What are you doing in there? Old Crankmaster got Old Crankmaster got on us about um talking about the Briscoes. Would we rather see him in AEW or WWE? He was like, if those two idiots knew any better, uh they he would know that they were already signed to ROH. That wasn't the question, Jackass. <laughs> it was would you rather see them in AEW or WWE? I mean, like, what are you hard of hearing? Or anything. I just don't I just hide like in the shadows, like Batman. <laughs> I moved away and didn't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I went out for cigarettes and didn't come back. Bruh, the internet <laughs> is a strange place. You could literally be like, "Man, you know what? My favorite food of all time is sausage pizza," and you'll have some jackass say, "You're racist against cheese pizza, huh?" Yeah. Like you could what? come out and just you could just say today was a good day. You must <laughs> hate Jews. Bruh, it's like I I didn't say anything about hamburgers. If that's your thing, go do it. I like sausage pizza. Today is but, a good you know, day. That's obviously old crankmaster. Obviously, you don't care about the injustice in Indonesia. Oh my god! Why? Why? We're not even talking about that. Come on, Jesus! Get back to this match. Oh, that so, girl basketball player oh stop it hey she knew the rules (laughs) (laughs) this is when my inbox fills up with people going are they being serious we're we're talking about 30 year old wrestling there's nothing serious god what a weird that's stuck in north korea so i don't know that i believe you yeah boy if dennis robin ain't weird i don't know what is hey Damn. Anyway, we're all just trying to get along in this world. He wants to yeah, go right. see Pearl Jam. That's all. <laughs> all right. So, Doc, any, uh, let me tell you something about this match. Okay, tell <laughs> us. It went on forever. Ever. That's why I said it should have been a squash match. So, yeah, this is going on way too long, bro. Oh, I we got two hours of wrestling like, oh, here. Come on, there's stars. Yeah, but not this damn long. That's what you haven't seen it. I have. This is like a match from fucking Clash of the Champions. It really is. So Flair eventually puts Tommy Rich in the figure four on the outside. And Big Josh is going to try to save Rich. And he does so. But Flair and Wyndham double team Big Josh. So they kind of lay Big Josh out. And Big jo- in, uh, I'm sorry. They lay out Tommy. Uh, Rich is being drugged back to the locker room because he was out. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. So it's two on one. But out of nowhere, Ricky Morton comes out to be Josh's tag partner. And it was at that point I was like, wait, now we got two whole new we got a whole new person for this tag team? They were already fifteen minutes in when the new tag partner came out. And Paulie like, 
Paul Lee called it right. He goes, so can Mor- Morton can just step in even though he's not on the contract. Right. Paul, Paul, Lee is, Paul Lee must be trying to get to ECW. There's things in this episode. I think I think I noted it. I can't remember if I, I made exact notes of it, but Paulie, you said it last week, so I was paying more attention. He's shooting on everything. Like <laughs> he he gives zero. He's he an he industry just, insider. He don't care, man. It's inside baseball at times. At other times, he's just like, I don't give a care, man. I'm just gonna say it. This is dumb. Like the whole thing with the pay per view last week. He's like, oh, it's dumb. So we doing what? Oh, that's dumb. He's just going off. So anyway, uh, Morton finally comes into the ring. He has Wyndham pinned, but Flair uh, hits Morton in the back of the head, and Wyndham then ends up pinning Morton. Uh, Tommy Rich is drunk on the outside, knocked out uh, still, and Big Josh is trying to help him. After the match, the heels continue to beat down Josh, but Eligante comes out and makes a save. Sid Sid comes in uh, to fight, too, and Eligante and Big Josh uh, clear the ring. That's how it all finishes up. And literally, we were, after we come back from commercial, 20 minutes into the show, off this first part. It went on forever. Ain't complaining. Just saying. I'm going to tell you. I thought more. Oh, God. (laughs) Barry was laying. Did you see Barry laying in those, um, those punches to... To Big Josh's head? That looked good. Anyway, uh, what, were you, what were you about to say, uh, Doc? I thought Morton was great in his role. Now, he shouldn't have been out there maybe, but he was really good. Yeah, I agree. Oh, God, bro. What, 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 Harper? His strikes. Go back and play basketball. <laughs> Goddamn pal pronouns. Eligante. The good. Good. Beat his ass up. Mm. Uh, Frankenstein ass. Man, oh, come so on, the guy. I mean, he ain't that bad. I mean, you know, yes, I mean, he, is. he couldn't be Bruno, but, you know. Oh, God, bro. This guy's horrible. Hope I and ever then, tell you about the time I saw Bruno, and I was like, bro, if you was a woman, <laughs> I'd give you 20 bucks. What's wrong with you? I and love just that Vince signed him, like, right after. It's like, no. I could do something with this guy. Yeah. Ridiculous is what that was. Ah. All right. So we keep moving. And um, did you have any other thoughts before we go to Sting versus Lou Fabiano, Doc? I mean, it was too long, but it was good until Elegante came out. Yeah. Because Barry and Rick were really good. Holloway. I, I like them all. Yeah. So Sting is going to defeat Lou Fabiano. Um, he hits a splat, big splash off the top rope, and he gets the victory. And, um, Doc, any thoughts on Sting defeating Lou Fabiano rather quickly? Wrong guy won. Yeah. Are you, seri- are you serious? Yeah. Well, I, I got to do this to you, Doc. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Sting after his match with JR. Hammock offensive move had Nature Boy Ric Flair's name written all over it for the world's heavyweight title. You would have to remind me, Rusty, I got serious, serious mental problems. And no, it's not my wild personality. No, it's Ric Flair. I can't get my mind off Rick. I can't get my mind off a big giant cage. I can't get my mind off the world title. Ric Flair, big cage, maybe a special referee. Maybe El Gigante. 
I don't care who it is, where it is, what it is. Ricky, baby, I haven't forgotten about you, pal. Fans, they're on a collision course. Nature boy, Ricky. Sting said, I got serious mental problems. And Ricky, baby, I ain't forgot about you, pal. He used to call better help. <laughs> hey, Faye, brother, there are no sponsors this week, man. I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Doc, any thoughts from your favorite wrestler of all time, Sting? I guess that's a no. Or he stepped away. Bro, look at look at this. Look at this right here. Where's Dutch's face? You can't even see God, Dutch's Dutch face. Dutch just looks like you can't even see his hat. It's just He's like the stripes. invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, we got the young pistols, Dustin Rhodes versus Dutch Mantel and the State Patrol. This match, we get a pitcher-in-pitcher as things kick off from Big Daddy Dink and DDP. They talk about the young pistols better watch out because the Freebirds ain't finished with them. Doc, you're back yet. I am back. I had to go get myself another drink when Sting came on. Another, uh, uh, what's that called? A a blonde uh, beer? I haven't had a beer in three weeks. (laughs) Why? Move away, Hopper. Lightning's going to strike. I've been sipping whiskey. Bourbon. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Been trying to lose Straight, weight, huh? Straight, yeah, huh? What brand? Huh? What? Which? Which brand? Um, couple of different ones. I, you know, I, one of my favorites is Maker's Mark. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Like the one that's got the buffalo on the on the label. What's that called? Buffalo Bills. No. What's it? What's it called? Like bison something? And I'm I'm not a whiskey person. I, I'm I'm not sure what y'all are talking about here. Yeah, we know cognac. No, I mean I know I, I know what I know what Maker's Mark is, but I, I don't. He said I mean, so disgusted. Uh, are you talking about Benchmark? I don't know. Um, it's, it's got a a, a bison on the. On the Brothers Bond. Let's see. Buffalo Trace. I think that's it. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I used to drink Jim Bean back in the day. When I used yeah. to go, uh, yeah, when I had the same season tickets, mm. I would have a flask and stick it in my boot, and, and I would just drink that the whole fucking time. The way to do it. Get soup. out so fucking drunk. Fuck. That's nice. Like for real, because because we had the passes for like the Budweiser tent and the Miller Lite tent and the fucking liquor tent, like for the 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 beer uh, distributors. And you go in there, you just hey, give me three three Bud Lights, give me this, give me that. You just drank and ate for free. So as he gets super fucked up there, and then we went into the fucking Superdome with my fucking flask. And I would kill the fucking flask off. Living a dream, I, brother. Dude, there's no And then way. you would get in your car and drive home. No. We used to rent a, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the shuttle bus kind of limo bus thing. We used to all like put in like 20 bucks or whatever. And we used to rent uh, one of those to uh, drop us off and uh, bring us back. And then there was an the ice chest of beer on that fucking thing. 
Sounds like a lot of puking. No. I could fucking handle that shit, bro. Fucking 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago. Not anymore. Fuck you, bro. (laughs) You couldn't pay me to fucking do that now. Yeah. Because I watched the Saints uh, playoff game, and I just drank beers the whole time. And towards the end of the game, I was like, I'm I'm fucked up. (laughs) And all I did was drink beers the whole time. Doc, Doc, he's like, you and I were at night. I was at your house. When we were talking to him on the phone, we I were drank blitzed. 21 beers that night. Well, fuck, I drank probably close to that because they just keep putting them in front of me because they just see, oh, but yeah, here, here. And I'm like, fuck. And it's in the fourth quarter. The game's not even over yet. I'm like, damn, I feel fucking drunk. And I didn't do one shot, nothing. Well, you drink that many beers, that's what happens. Yeah, and that's short of a time. I'm like, you fucking asshole. Now I'm You're also done. up on adrenaline because your team's in the playoffs. No, he's this t- was pretty talking about just a regular game, man. Yeah. Oh, well. oh like back get... then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. That looks good shit. Doc, what do you have from the Young Pistols, Dustin Rhodes versus Dutch Man? Main event State? here, brother. We're talking, you know. I just think that the babyface team needs to be as southern as possible, and let's get a rocket on all their backs. Okay. <laughs> this is six pros right here in the ring. Whoa, whoa. What's going on? Who are you talking six to? Pro, six pros in the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah. they give this them a little a good time. Match. Good match. Uh, yeah, good match. The- Towards the finish, Smothers uh, with a hot tag to Armstrong, get a power slam by Armstrong. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is tagged in. All six guys end up in the ring fighting. Dustin is going to hit James Earl Wright with the Bulldog and the Young Pistols, and Dustin get the victory. Uh, probably how wow. it should have been. Uh, I'd say the right team won. Yes, sir. Did Steve Armstrong have some sort of injury between now and when he was in Smokey? Because he seems more high-flying here than he did in Smokey. I don't think so, but okay. I don't think he's doing a ton here that's different. I mean, you got to remember, bro. He 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 hit the Tennessee Torpedo finish in Smoky Mountain. That's one of oh. our seminal Smoky Mountain moments. Go to the YouTube channel, Tennessee <laughs> Torpedo, and you'll hear Harper Google what a Tennessee Torpedo is, and <laughs> the three of us come unglued. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's flying around too much more. He's in good shape here, though. I can tell you that. Much. Not that he was in bad yeah. shape in Smokey. He's a big dude, man. I mean, he's not a. He's not he, like I don't know. People think all Armstrongs are small or something. Besides a uh, road dog, but like I don't know, Steve. Steve, he's got some size here in WCW. I I don't feel like he was that big in Smokey, but yeah, you know, may just be a perspective or recency bias or whatever they call it. Prisoner at a moment. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc? No. Good man. How, ha- right. how hairy you think Dutch's ass was? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, he probably had a hairy fucking asshole. Ooh. <laughs> Harper. Uh, I'm just saying. Boy, this is so bad. 
Well, going from one bad moment to another on the show, JYT is taking on Jim Boss during the introduction. Oh, we are told boy. JYD is 312 pounds. Bruh, he's every bit of 350. There's nothing, Boogie, nothing about you says 312. And uh, that's my note. JYD. JYD looks like he's. Wins. Might be called Willie from Gentilly. He really does, man. <laughs> looks like your uncle from fucking Gentilly that's barbecuing in the backyard. It drives the old Lincoln Continental. Cigarette in his lip, bouncing yeah. up and down. Uh-huh. What you need, boy? A carburetor? Hey, I'll get you a carburetor. I put that thing on for you, four dollars. Just go buy it. Need your carburetor? Yeah, that's what it seemed like. You need you need your intake manifold. Uh, I, mean, I I don't know. Or if you watch WCW during this time period, you're like anybody who says JYD was anything is a moron. I was watching <sighs> back back then. I it's think bad. I stopped. I stopped watching it when like rude came in i think that's when i kind of you know i got to that that age where i was like metallica pantera mm. pussy pussy <laughs> bush beer milwaukee's best natty light natty light valentine's day valentine's day any thoughts doc on jyd and jim boss Two words come to mind. Labored yeah. breathing. <laughs> That's bad, bro. Yeah. It's out there for five minutes almost, and it's just yeah. He needs to get he should have got a hold of DDP and done some yoga. Well, let's go to JYD now who's out there with Missy Hyatt after his match. Just let you know, last week you told all the fans your opinion on the situation between Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. I mean in a week's time, how has anything changed? Like I told you before, we're all from the same side of town. I don't particularly like Butch Reed. I don't particularly like Ron Simmons. I don't particularly like Teddy Long. But their business is their business. And I don't know if it's Ron Reed, uh, Ron Simmons' fault. I don't know if it's Butch Reed's fault. It could be Teddy Long's fault. But as for as them being the world world greatest tag team. Hey, hey, yo, yo, little mama, you step back, let the brothers talk. Yo, yo, bruh dog, yo, bruh dog, listen, man, you talking to me now, the black gangster love. What's the fuck, why you out here knocking the brothers? I thought you was a brother. What's the matter, brother? Hold on. I haven't knocked on your door one time, Teddy Long. Yo, 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 bruh dog, bruh dog, check this out, check this out. Come on, brother. Don't knock the brothers. I'm your man. I'm your main man. You, what's the matter? First of all, you got your hand on me. And Teddy, you don't have enough butt to take that thump. So don't lay your hand on when I'm talking. Okay, okay, brother dog. Okay, brother dog. Peace, peace, brother dog. Okay. I- oh, the only piece you gonna get, Teddy Long, is a piece of me. And matter of fact, now I got the solution. The solution is Teddy Long is the nastiest individual that I ever seen that come from my side of town. All right, and we'll be back with more World Championship Wrestling right here on TBS. Oh. Okay. Can somebody tell Missy that she doesn't have to yell? Yeah, I know. She was really yelling, huh? She's just trying to project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making sure Harper could hear her all the way in Metairie. I can see her he was... lungs heaving, so it's okay. Oh. Wow. Beautiful. So, Missy. 
Mike, you know the black guy who talks to the other black guy trying to get something and use the brother to get it, right? Brother, 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 of brother, course, brother. Man. Of course. Of course. Yeah, clearly. I like how the A-Rap say, my friend, my friend, my friend. The, Sir, the who? They're, they're the who? Arab, not A-Rap. Yeah. The A-Rap. He's the been who? saying that for years <laughs> I remember, I remember the time. I remember the first time he said it. Robert Silva tagged me on Twitter. He goes, "You can't tell me Harper's not a brother. You can't tell me he's not." He says, "He says Arab. He says Arab just like the brothers do." Arab. <laughs> I was like, "We got to get him to sensitivity training. This is getting ridiculous." I mean, we have a huge Muslim listenership. Let's yeah. be sensitive. I'm afraid of what comes next, so we will keep moving, okay? <laughs> we're, oh, just trying uh, to, we're, we're trying to respect all the listeners. Oh, uh, but what the hell, bro? I mean, you don't know how to say Arab. I mean, what the hell, bro? I mean, Callaway right. could say it. All right, Hopper, what were you about to say? I'm sorry, for uh, D-Man interrupted you. Uh, Luke just texted me back. He says, yeah, those were the first shows I went to as a kid. I'm in some of the videos. Make sure you text them back that we're not looking for him in the video. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, okay. Albert, before before we, me, you, and Darren tackle one episode of NWF, we got to do Blazing Saddles because we promised that first. That was your idea, remember? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that I knew that was where he was. So he was at the, the landmark when they, they must have had, like, the ballroom or something at the landmark. Right, yeah. Which um, I've been there. It's a little, I mean, yeah, you could probably fit a couple hundred people. Yeah. I've been there for, uh, I think my fucking prom was in there. And my, uh, I've been there for, uh, Mardi Gras balls. Is this still open? Cause it's still there. Yeah. Uh huh. It's still it's there. a hotel. Is it a hotel? Yeah. yeah it's just, but it's now called Copeland Tower. So what do you get a room there? 20 bucks a night? It looks like a crack like hotel. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I know it's called uh, the, the uh, Copeland Tower now. Bro, it used to be a fancy hotel, bro. Yeah, the landmark. Okay, uh, keeping it moving, we saw a series of clips with Taylor and Bobby Eaton and Taylor winning by uh, cheating and hitting Eaton with the computer, and then Z-Man comes in, and Mr. Hughes nails Z-Man. JR then throws us to the next match with the Z-Man. Z-Man uh, versus Mike Thor. Paulie mentioned something about Missy being um, boycotted by WCW talent. I, I got to play this. I have a timestamp, Doc. Did you have anything? Because th- I need. I have to play this, what, what Paulie says. He's wrong. He's so foul, dude. This is dirty. Um, but I wanted to ask you first, Doc, if you had anything, or should I play the audio first? Just said, I said Mike Thor looks like a dollar store nasty boy. <laughs> All right, let me play the audio from he does. <laughs> let me play the audio. Here it is. And not just that, but this Tuesday in Anderson, South Carolina, yet another big national TV taping. And from what I understand, it will be in Anderson, South Carolina, that every single wrestler in WCW will boycott doing an interview with Missy Hyatt. Well, I haven't heard that uh, rumor that you've just started. Did you know that TBS stands for the Bimbo's Stupid? No, it doesn't. Nice move there by the... He said, JR sounds like me when I get mad at Doc. Are you done? <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> JR is getting frustrated. Uh, Doc, what do you have from this one? There was a nice belly to belly here from Zink during the middle of this yeah. match. You see, because he's a good wrestler. All right, Chris, aren't you? And I think I'm I'm picking up on something you said last week, but towards the end of the match where it all breaks down and Mr. Hughes gets in the ring. I like him in that role. Uh, it it fits a million times better than what he was doing. Yes. The, it's the, yeah. The wildcat or whatever it was. The big cat. Yeah. And they didn't do him no favors when they had that barroom dude with him, uh, Motor City, the Motor oh, City. Oh, God, I forgot about that. When they're in yeah. the bar, when he finds a guy in a barroom, mm-hmm. yep. all he does. Yeah. Was that Paulie? Paulie, oh, yeah, no, when Paul, uh, Paul, Paulie was interviewing him. Fuck, you know who he looks like? Uh, t- t- uh, Terry Taylor looks like when fucking Triple H first came into the WWE. With the ponytail, with the yeah, yeah, Uh yeah. So we got after the match, Z-Man wins. Terry Taylor comes in. Z-Man holds his own, and then Z-Man gets in Big Cat's face, or I'm sorry, Mister Hughes's face. Taylor sneaks Z-Man from the back, jumps him. Um, Bobby Eaton comes out to help Z-Man and squares off with Mister Hughes and Taylor. Eventually, they roll out the ring. The crowd was silent. I didn't. There was no reaction. They don't like Z-Man. I'm sorry, Chris Zoncha. I know that's your favorite wrestler. They just don't like him. Any other thoughts, Mm -mm. Doc? Okay. I mean, no. I mean... Mm -mm. Yeah. Nothing to report. All right, so we then go to the wrestling wrap-up. Gordon Soley. The footage is kind of messed up. It, It doesn't play well. Um, Gordon does mention something about the international controversy regarding the video. This is how they sell the fact that they can't show the videotape footage of Flair versus Fujinami. Gordon's exact words were something to the effect of the international controversy regarding the videotape footage from Japan is being held up. So it's like there's some kind of controversy. They're not allowed to show the footage for what it's worth. So there you go. Um, Gordon does say next week we'll see some of it whatever that means uh doc do you have any thoughts on that no no okay i didn't take any notes on the wrap-up i kept waiting so then we go to owen hart who's taking on joe kazana and owen had a really nice backdrop there or or hit kazana with a nice backdrop and then owen's going to hit him with his finisher right here reverse cross body off the top turnbuckle owen hart once again looks good but as we know they couldn't find nothing to do with him that's crazy, huh? JR said Owen is going to be like the greatest Canadian wrestler of all time before it's over. Let me hit you Gee, with something maybe, that's... maybe we ought to sign that guy. Mm. Okay, this is 91. Owen dies years later, right? He dies with 98, huh? 99? I mean, yeah, it's it's not like around the corner. Yeah, that's what, that's what yeah. I was saying. He, so we got some time. I mean, he's obviously got years before he his untimely passing what if owen never goes to wwf i know it's a crazy still he wouldn't have died no i'm not saying i'm just saying he would i'm saying he wouldn't have died at least wouldn't have died that way um but the other part of it is if he never goes 
like think about how much that just changes. Obviously not the fact he doesn't die, but it's a totally different. I I just, I I don't, I don't know where Owen fits in because of the lack of management and continuity and every problem that WCW had. Am I making sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, like if you think of, remember the cruiserweight stock in Monday night nitro. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Owen is like perfect for that division when it starts. Yeah, but But, he's too big. But he could do everything that they did. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. It's it's just it's a crazy what if to think about it. What if he never goes to WWF? But see, part of me says, oh, even if they sign him here, Doc, he ends up in WWF anyway because WCW can't manage anything, right? Right. Right. Probably. I mean, fuck. These aren't lifetime contracts. Yeah, it's true. All right. Oh, no, well, I just saw Mr. T in a A&W root beer commercial. But A&W root beer is some good stuff. Yeah. I still drink it. Yeah, that's like the... Uh, Why? It's like the old style uh, yeah. version. It's, it's good not shit. like Barks. Yeah. Not like Barks. Not at all like Barks. It's some good root beer. Drink Why it. would you get all that... Why would you get all that sugar without getting any caffeine and get a kick? You're assuming I drink the sugary kind. Mm. Whoa, wait. You, may, you know what? You know something about you? Mm. I, I, I realize over the years. What is uh, something you, about me? You make a lot of assumptions. You you are an assumer. You go in with a preconceived notion on lots of stuff. Yeah. Why? Shut up. That's just one example. Why would you drink that with all that sugar? Why are you assuming that I'm drinking the sugar one? Yeah. Maybe I drink the sugar free one. I assume you can suck a dick and shut the fuck up. Oh. See, he get mad. <laughs> He's an assumer. He's from Oklahoma. As we keep moving, we get another promo from Nikita who's grunting and groaning and making weird noises like sex is, is he- happening or something. And he bit the head off of, of an action figure. Yeah. Terrified me. Let me tell you. I was yeah. still scared of Nikita at this time. Uh, Lex Luger is taken on by a gentleman by the name of Terry Bronson. Uh, Luger's going to win pretty quickly with a power slam and in the torture rack. Doc, anything? I thought Luger sold a little bit too much for this fella. He shouldn't have sold for anything for this guy. Hey, buddy. All right. Doc, any thoughts on Luger's quick promo with Missy? Missy wants to know if Nikita's workout videos have intimidated Lex. Her words, not mine. I have no notes. He wasn't bad. I just he didn't say much. Well, it was like thirty seconds. That was the other side of it. Uh, Luger, in so many words, says, "Nah, bruh, I'm good." And that was that. So then we keep going, and we got the next match. It is the Freebirds versus Larry Santo and Greg Sawyer. JR mentions that DDP will be introducing the Freebirds, and he's got a diamond doll with him as usual. Paul Lee says about the diamond doll, this broad is hotter than Missy, and JR is outraged and says, don't call a woman a broad, which is why, why Doc always says, why are you calling your broad a broad, even though he calls his broad a broad all the time. Just saying. Doc, any thoughts on uh, what we got going on here? And JR being outraged. This is the this is the same lady from last week. Oh yeah. So, she is not sobered up. 
So what you think it's a taping? It is a taping, yeah. Yeah, it's the same yeah. taping. Yeah, they're just doing show they're just doing show after show after show. Yeah, this this is the second half of the taping from last week. Okay. Yeah. I think they I think they were doing I don't think. I'm pretty sure they were doing only doing two back then. They weren't doing like Cornette uh, three and four. Oh, and, uh, look at her. She is mm. She is bout it, bro. Oh <laughs> yeah. Look at her. Oh, look at her. Yeah. Dude, she's living it up in there. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like is... in the back, if you put smooth up in ya in a boom box, she couldn't she couldn't control herself. Girls like that are the only bad thing that the death of hair metal we lost. Mm-hmm. And um Speaking of other things, it is quite obvious that Jimmy Garvin is off of the cycles. He's him and Hayes are drinking beers, <laughs> having a good time. Jimmy, if you look at Jimmy Garvin, he he is he's lost. Remember when he first came back, Doc, and you were like, "How many cycles has he done?" Because you know that's the question you always ask. Jimmy was Jimmy was on something. Jimmy ain't on nothing. Nah, he's he's not. He's eating, he's eating Whoppers and Burger King, and he's uh, definitely off the off the juice. Not that he's fat; he's just not not looking swole. You know what I'm saying? Right. I guess he not. looks normal. He looks yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah. He looks like uh, Hopper, right? So earlier, before yeah. the match started with all those guys in the ring, mm-hmm. how many of them had a turn with the Diamond Doll? Oh come oh. on, bro! Come on, Diamond Girl. Smooth up in ya. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> up in ya. Poor girl. The B-side to smooth up in you was called Hard as a Rock. Oh, I bet was it was. It really? <laughs> was it really? <laughs> uh, Doc, what do, what do you have from this match? They go to commercial not, during the middle of it. Yeah, not much because I got, I got blown up after I saw the uh, diamond doll. Diamond doll, yeah. So the finish is Garvin's going to hit a DDT, and after the match, they beat down Santo and Sawyer some more. The young pistols though have seen enough from the back, and they come out to stop it. Teams mix it up a little bit, and the young pistols clean house. And unfortunately, the crowd is super quiet. They just weren't into it. I couldn't tell you why, but it was what it was. So then, um, any any other closing thoughts, Doc, before I keep going? Mm-mm. All right. So then we have a promo. And let me ask you, Doc, before I play any of it, um, I actually got to go to – I'm not going to play this part of it. But um, let me see. I'm not at the right time stamp. Let me get back. Hold on. Here it is. So we got York, Terry Taylor, and Mr. Hughes out here. Here it is. Bobby Eaton – and the Z-Man were never in serious consideration to be a member of the York Foundation. But you also mentioned that you were looking at a veteran wrestler or two to potentially join your organization. Could you reveal that at this time, or at least talk a little bit about the uh, potential candidates? I would love to reveal it. I am looking at one Larry Zabisco. He's a seasoned veteran. He's intelligent, quick-witted, sharp in the ring. I like him. I like him a lot. Well, I can see where Larry Zabisco could perhaps fit in that corporate environment of yours, but you know, uh, WCW's got a lot of great young talent. There's the Flying Brian comes to mind, but there are others. Have you been scouting any of the younger athletes? 
There's one young man that WCW calls the natural, Dustin Rhodes. I've looked at him a lot. He has spunk, he has zeal, he has charisma. I like him. Well, you like him well enough. Oh, here he is. Dustin, you heard the lady. Excuse me, ma'am. I got two things just to say to you. I will never, first of all, join your York Foundation. And secondly, I don't know too much about computers, but what I do know is when I get in that ring, I can wrestle. And any time one of your York Foundation wants to take on Dustin Rhodes, I'll be ready. Sounds like he's not too excited about the possibility of being a member of the York Foundation. We're not so interested in his attitude. The York Foundation can change attitudes. I'm interested in his ability. Mm. Well, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Alexander York and the York Foundation fans. We'll be back on TBS right after this. She's interested in his ability, Doc. Any thoughts on um She can she can suck the attitude right out of him. Oh what's you that are, mean? You are an asshole. Come on. She said she said that he had a lot of spunk. Come on. Seriously, dude. God. Straighten up. Bro, do you take anything serious? I mean, come on. Pillman's already had a turn, so he's like, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> no, he, come on, bro. Uh, he does have a thing for your, well, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, we'll leave it alone. All right, let's keep moving, Doc. Um, So we go to commercial. Did uh, you skip over the T Terry Taylor-Joey Mags match? I think I did. Taylor won it. It wasn't real. Yeah, I did skip over it. What, what did you have from it? Well, Jr. teased during that match that Bobby Eaton might be bringing Corny out next week. What? Send that question into the drive-through. Someone it, it, does he still answer questions on the drive-through, or is it just reviews? Yeah, but yeah, it's like the last like hour or so. It's not because yeah. I do try to I do try to listen to the questions on like YouTube, like Hopper does, because I can't yeah. I can't I can't do the the modern reviews like I I can't do Why? it. Why? I just can't. But so no, seriously, send in a question on the drive-through. What the hell was Bobby Eaton talking about on the March twenty-third, nineteen ninety-one episode? There's a match between Terry Taylor uh, and Joey Mags. What, is Jr. just BSing when he mentions Bobby Eaton maybe bringing Corny back? I'm gonna say that's probably one hundred percent false, and it was just something Corny said, but. I'm just curious because there's no way Corny's coming back and dealing with Hurd, right, Doc? Not a chance. Right. <laughs> More of a chance of Doc dating a sister than that happening. And oh, come happen. on. He's married. If he hey, wasn't, the sisters love me, though. In Doc's exact words, bro, they, they, the sisters just don't do it for me. Like, oh, it's okay. You don't do it for them come either. Come on. Why do we no. all have to like? Why do we all have to like the same things? I didn't say we did. If we all go out, you can have the sisters, and I'll have the white broads, and and Harper uh, can all the have rest. the Latinas. Yeah. Well, Harper got a thing for the Latina women. Mm. We could just take down the whole <laughs> bar that way. I go beyond. I call it duty for that booty. Oh, come on, Harper, come on, guys. As long as we don't go into a saloon in Chinatown, we'll be just fine. Yeah. Talk about GYD. Talk about Bruno. No. Ooh. 
Robert, do you remember when Darren was like, who, what is this Jack uh, Jerkoff? Uh, Jerkowski? He couldn't say the name. Who's we talking about uh, Yeah, remember when Darren was trying to figure out how to say his name? What is this talk about Jaworski? I mean, well, bro, Mike, what is this? Is this a group? Is Is this a website? Darren, you're on Facebook. What are you talking about? You know what Facebook groups are. I'm sure you're in a million with comic books and shit and action figures. What do you mean? That's what is nice. this? I can't. I cannot wait to do a show with him. Oh my god, NWF. It's gonna be fun. Five minutes of me and Hopper having fun, and then 45 of him talking about Bruno. Boy, it's gonna set the airwaves on fire. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, we got a promo here. The Danger Zone. Paul E. talking to Kevin Sullivan and Teddy Long and the One Man Gang. Uh, let's go to that right now. Look at what Kevin Sullivan is wearing. A very special danger zone this evening. You know, no offense, Mr. Long, but I've been watching for a couple of weeks, and I thought that maybe, just maybe, you had a problem with Ron Simmons, but you know what? i got to admit, I was wrong, because after watching what transpired last week, it's Ron Simmons that has the problem, and he has that problem with the three of you. Yo, let me say something to you, Brother E. We have no problem. Why don't you let Brother Kevin lay a little heavy rap on you? Go, brother. You know, Paulie, as everybody knows, the final chapter will be written. <laughs> and when Teddy Long came to me with the problem of Ron Simmons, Testify. I stumbled off the desert for 13 days and 13 nights. And I came upon the tree of woe and stuck to the tree of woe was none other than the one-man gang. And when I reached up and broke the bonds that held the gang, I realized that I broke Teddy Long shackles of fear with Rod Simmons. And yet, when I did that, I had shackled Ron Simmons himself to the tree of woe. <laughs> Yo, Paulie, check this out. Let me say something to you, Ron Simmons. You can get ready because the big 747 is going to crash land on you, brother Kevin. Tell him. You know, I'd say thank you, but I know what your answer would be. No problem. Not with Ron Simmons. And now we're going back to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, the following... All right, Doc, thoughts on the promo there? I love Kevin Sullivan talking about crazy shit, 13 days in the desert, monkeys in Malaysia. Uh, say what you will about gang, but he cuts a, he's always cut an imposing figure standing there in the back yelling. I like it. Yeah, I've always liked the one-man gang. Harper, you ever been around him at a show? Uh-uh. That dude in the back is like, as mellow as you could imagine like he's like just he'll sit there he's just quiet like if, like if he's just talking like you just know you know normal voice whatever but he gets in the character and it's like the light switch turns on mm. and that dude that he does i mean it's he's it's unbelievable i'm with i'm with doc though always been a one-man gang fan always mid-south days world-class days i mean imposing figure a big man and right now he's taking on ranger ross the minute i knew this match was happening the only thing i can think of was please oh please gang whoop his ass 
Whoop him. I, Whip him like a dog. Whip him. I, I thought he was going, Ranger Ross. Oh, no. He ain't going yet. I Period. thought my first note was this is going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and was it fun, Doc? It was delicious. Bruh, Ranger Ross tries all kinds of dumb stuff <laughs> due to the gang, but the gang Hogan finger waves this clown off. It's glorious. Did, Nothing. Did, did, did Ranger Ross get any offense in? Who cares? Bro, this Fuck was great. This was great. I'm giving this a bazillion stars. Gang whooped his ass. Where's the combat kick? I, it wouldn't he matter. It, it wasn't going to work. How many stars you gave this one, Doc? A bazillion? Four, 42. <laughs> and a wow. third. You're an asshole. I caught what you did there. That ain't funny. It ain't funny. See, that's why people think you're racist, because you say dumb stuff like that. That's nice. I just picked what? a number. What is 40? No, oh, Jackie. No, but you know exactly what you was doing. Jackie Robinson? Yeah. But that's baseball. This is wrestling. They don't have numbers. Look at Gang. Hogan finger waving him. Gang about to beat his ass, too. Here it comes. Boom. Oh, that's light. But anyway, so... The way this thing goes down is Ranger Ross is going to go to the top rope to hit a crossbody on the gang. But gang says, not going to work for me, brother. Catches him midair, slams him, 747. This is the best match Ranger Ross has ever had. Six stars on the Maeve Delta scale. Simmons is going to come in after to make the save, though, and gang and Sullivan potter out the ring. Uh, Simmons press slams long to the outside. I actually do want to get to that part because I think gang is supposed to catch Sullivan. I mean, I'm sorry, long, but he doesn't. And, and Teddy just Teddy drops like a rock. Hold on, let me get to it. You know what I'm talking about, Doc? Uh, No. You didn't catch it? No. All right, here it is. Here it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He so, did. Watch. He didn't catch him. So. Whoopsie. Simmons press slams and then gangs down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if from what you've told us is true, maybe Gang didn't put his contacts in and couldn't see. There might be something to that. He wasn't close. <laughs> Teddy drops like a rock. Bloop. You got to catch me, brother. Well, at least he didn't break nothing. Okay. That we know of. That we know of. Any other thoughts on all of that? I guess not. I mean, he's... One man gang is a welcome addition to the territory, so damn right he is. Yeah. So we go to commercial, we come back, and when we come back, it is Sid Vicious to Cheers facing Mike Tobacco. Sid Powerbomber. Tobacco. Tabasco. Tobacco. Tabasco. Tobacco. Tobacco. Tabasco. Are you saying are you saying pan? Tobacco? You ever seen Tobacco? You ever seen Step Brothers? Tobacco? Tabasco. Hello? Are you there? This hey. guy looks like a dollar store PN News. Oh, with oh. Blonde hair. I cannot wait for PN News. Oh, my I can. God. I can't, yo, baby, I, I, yo I can't ba wait because they, they, things are finally going to get diversified here. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. <laughs> Bruh. That's he, he finishes matches, Doc, and he... And 
<laughs> he, starts, he starts rapping after the matches. And he's like, you know how Tim Horner would be blown up after his match? He's blown up trying to trying to rap. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. It's phenomenal. Who was his the music- rapper that was big back then? The uh, Hump something? Or I think he was supposed to be him. No. Who was the one? Oh, God. He wasn't supposed to be Heavy D. No. No, Deal he looks like lover. one of the fat boys. Oh, I'm trying to think of it. He looks like one. He no, he was not. He was not supposed to be heavy. If he was supposed to be I heavy, guarantee D, you I'd somebody be. in a suit in the North Tower said, "You know what we need is one of those wrestlers that does the hippity hop." Hippity 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 hop. Bruh, it's 1991, and they got a <laughs> brother. They got a dude doing a fat boys gimmick. I mean, if that doesn't scream <laughs> like Glacier Mortal Kombat past its prime type thing, I don't know what does. It's 1991. It's 91, and they got a dude doing a fat boys gimmick. We'll talk about it more when we get there, but it's just out of place. Fat boys. He looks like one of the fat boys. Remember the uh, the movie? What's the... Uh, what was the Fat Boys movie called? Yeah, I know what Were you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. I think, I, yeah. I used to love that shit. I bet you All right, well. Good Burger, too. Oh, Good Burger? Home of the well, Good Burger. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that came out like in the late 90s, but yeah, I was. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, baby. Bro, the crowd's into it when he comes out. You're going to see what I'm talking about. You're going to see. Yeah. I'm a PM News fan. He does look like a fucking dollar store PM News. He sure does. The big fat belly. and Yeah. So yo, Sid baby. wins and then beats this poor dude up after the, the Smoky Mountain paramedics put him on a stretcher. It's a, you know, rinse, repeat. And that's how they go off air. So before we get out of here, we do need to rate it hand out some rolexes i want to remind you uh become a patron support the show it's ad free tinyurl.com slash patreon btt seven straight years you've got one show a week sometimes two especially when we're doing our smoky mountain run become a patron support the show tinyurl.com slash patreon btt uh don't forget if you'd like a free month and you're not a patron you can email me at booking the territory at gmail.com okay doc ratings and rolex you go first Well, again, we had some pretty good matches with uh, named competitors here. Yeah. we uh, Even though it wasn't his technical debut, it's the first time we got to see One Man Gang. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to... S- the promos weren't great tonight, so I'm going to say B. Mm. I give it a B as well. Harper, what do yeah. you give it? I'll give it a B. Okay. All right. So that means we got to hand out a Rolex, and Doc is going to give his to the Z-Man. Uh, right, Doc? I was thinking about the Diamond Doll. Well, you could do that too. Um, no, I'm going to go with the one-man gang coming in because we ain't seen him. I'm going with one man game because he beat Ranger Ross <laughs> and that fool yeah. got what he deserved. Just I was saying. afraid you were about to say he beat him like he owned it. 
Oh, come on, you see? Mike. You're you're an idiot. You really are. I said I was afraid that's what you were going to say, not that I was going to say. No, you you, you are really an idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, come on, bro. What did you tell me earlier today? I know it's. I know you don't want to, but half the audience loves it when you get real racist. <laughs> Bro, I never say those words. All right. Fake news. I, I do think it's funny. I, I'm forever amused at people who they only hear when you play one side and not the other. I find that so amusing. He will say something completely woke in one sentence. And 30 minutes later, he's the anti-woke person. <laughs> it's it's the most ridiculous thing. And I'm like, how do people not see this as an act? It's an act. He but he but 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 they're like, they don't see some of them. The smart ones do. Don't get me wrong. The Kevin Carter's out there, the Sean Sparks, they see the act. Because I know it's. Hey, an I, act. I can't. And not everybody's going to pick up on the sleight of hand. I'm sorry. I got an email from one person. This was months ago. I was like, you know what? You should be ashamed of yourself being friends with a racist like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I didn't respond, but I'm going to respond now on air. If you think for two seconds. I would associate with the with a known racist. Like that ought to tell you everything you need to know about the person like not being racist. And here's the thing: like we're partners, we like talk on when we're not on the air, and we like text about other stuff. And but yeah, Mike's just gonna overlook this glaring personality <laughs> defect that I have. That I'm I'm a generally all around good dude, except for the fact that I'm a blazing just. <laughs> <laughs> roaring cross burning racist that's nice <laughs> man that makes uh, that makes perfect total logical sense i know i know yeah i got it this was, was like six months ago you gotta replace doc he's racist you yeah. well maybe we do need now <sighs> now maybe we do need to replace me you know i'm starting to get i'm the oldest one here it's probably d man hey did I'm, you nah. hear the uh did you hear the corny Show where they talked about you, Mike. He was pimping no. the. Uh, he was pimping the. Um, the Mid South. The Mid South show, yeah. and Corny asked how old you are, and TGBL said you were fifty. Yeah, he said. <laughs> he said you were pushing fifty. <laughs> he got said, it all well, wrong. That's, that's more my job to push fifty, but whatever. I mean, we need to get younger at my position. Did, did he say I job. was 50 or I was pushing 50? Because, I mean. You were pushing 50. Pushing 50 is is kind of true. Like, I mean. Yeah, either true. Yeah, no, it's, I mean. <laughs> let's say like this. 49. I mean, <laughs> we ain't far off, brother. <laughs> what was the context of the conversation? What the hell were they talking about? Yeah, it was something about how like Condry was twenty eight in the ring at the time or something, and y'all were freaking oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't know when that's going to air. Obviously, but there were 
we were talking about uh, the midnight. They were battling somebody. You know, this is like probably oof, January or February of '84. And dude, Dennis Condry is like 28 years old, and which tell which means you and I, Doc, are close to 20, if not over 20 years older than he was in 84, and he looks 40. He freaking looks 40. Like, if you pull it up, you're like, this dude looks like, bro, he looks like he's damn near, well, I don't want to say Ron Wright's age. I will never look older than Stan Hansen did in 1991. Bro, I I mean, like, what the, he looks 40. Like, you look at him, he's got this burly beard, this hair, the hairy chest. He looks like a gruff old man. He looks like he's 40, and he's not even 30. He's not Life was even hard back then. 30. Bro, I don't... First, of all, first of all, people change generation to generation to looks, too. Second of all, everybody was smoking back then. That couldn't have helped. Like, during pregnancies and all kinds of shit. Doc, um, he's 28 and looks 40 in 1984. Yeah. It's the damnedest thing, bro. I mean, even, it's, so, look, here's the thing. You look at, like, like okay, Kevin Von Erich. You look at a Kevin Von Erich in 83, 84. He looks young by comparison to now. Like, if somebody said, oh, Kevin's only 26 here, you go, oh, yeah, okay, he looks like he's that. N- not Dennis Condry. That mu- he, he's like Arn. Arn's the same way. Like, remember yeah. back in the day, you'd be like, how old's Arn? You'd be like, oh, he's 29 there. But he looks 40. It's the damnedest thing. They look like old men. I think part of it's the beard and the hairy chest and all that. But still, dude, it's one of those things that you just like, well, how the hell is this dude that old at that time? But um, good to see he's pimping it out there and calling me a 50-year-old. I'm going to have to talk about that. But uh, that's neither here nor there. You fucking middle-aged child. Thoughts and prayers, dog. You know, that's man, what true. Can I say? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Well, there's that. Um, okay, so did it, did we all give out our ratings and gimmicks and whatnot, or we got to do anything else? Yeah, and I want to uh, take a second here and do a little something, try to help out people um, make their decision of whether or not they should be contacting Harper for the life advice video. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't talk about this. We didn't plan this. So let's see if let's see how Harper does. This is always a dangerous move, Mike. But we're going to try Harper, you know, just off the top of his head. Let's say that I'm a guy out there. Let's see how Harper does in the life advice category. And I write in and I, I need a video. And I need Harper to tell me my, my, or it's a girl. Let's say it's a girl. What do all guys want from a girlfriend? Oh, my God. Mm. And let's try to play this straight, but like, you know, we, we talk about these these gifts and trinkets we get when they think they know what we want. You know what I'm saying, Mike? When we really just want to be left alone. So what yeah. is it, what do what does your boyfriend really want? Because this is universally true of ninety five percent of the dudes out there. What do men really want, Harper? They wanna be left alone. Well, then why are we together if you want to be left alone? <laughs> just not all the time. Oh. Like, so what do, what, do, what do guys really want? Be left alone. Mm-hmm. 
I'm afraid where this is going. Stop. Cooking when cooking would be nice. That would be nice. I On agree. On a daily basis. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Hey, he's putting it. There you go. Next thing he's going to say, in the kitchen and making babies like Arn did in 1986 on Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't don't make us hang out with your friends. Oh, that's Ooh, a see? good one. Yeah. That is a nice one. Oh, yeah. that's a great How one. about some sex on the reg? Huh? Some ass? Everyone oh, even when they're... Uh, Going through that thing? Oh, no, no, no. Nobody, nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? Grow up. That's come on. Yeah, for real, Doc. Come on, grow up. I mean, really? Is that what we're doing and, and, here? And, and and let me just add one that I think would and maybe I need to be doing the, these videos. Uh, uh, we want a drama-free existence. Yeah. The, oh. All right, I'll take that. You see, thing is, I like hearing other people's drama because <laughs> I love that shit. I'm like with the popcorn. Tell me more. Ha 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 ha. He like, does that. He does it on Facebook. That's what he and, does. But I just don't want drama. <laughs> I love hearing about other people's shit. <laughs> but I don't want like my own fucking shit. You know. Nobody does. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> and he throws bricks on social media to, <laughs> to see other people go at it. So I know exactly. He's a he's a messy son of a gun. <laughs> don't don't fall for the bait. Don't take <laughs> the cheese. So what we're trying to tell you is if you need Harper to just tell you how to live, get a video. Yeah. Don't be cheap. I got a Halloween candy coming up. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Costumes are already out on the shelves. So yep. this is how you can get your very own Hard Body Harper video shout out, relationship advice. You want Harper to cut a promo on a friend of yours, a family member, you hate your ex, whatever it is. He can hook you up and hook you up in the best way possible. The first thing you got to do, send him an email to chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Be very descriptive in what you want in your video. That's Chris Harper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then PayPal him 20 bucks or more if you need props to CC30388CC at yahoo.com. That's CC30388CC at yahoo.com. You can get the PayPal address uh, from the show description along with his email. Remember, when you send him an email, make sure you're very descriptive with the email. All right, uh, fellas. Doc told me two hours ago he was tired, so I'm shocked he made it this far. <laughs> uh, so on that note, uh, Doc, anything else before we hit the go-home queue and ride off into the sunset like somebody who doesn't do a podcast anymore? I just want to let everybody know, uh, again, that the football preview is out. If you're a patron, once again, Cowboys – uh, I'd, I'd say a good thirteen and four gets it done this year. <laughs> but I mean, I'll be patron. talking myself. I'll be talking myself into seventeen wins in a couple of weeks. But right now, I'm trying to stay realistic, and I'm I'm going between thirteen and four and fourteen and three. 
There you go. Become a patron and get his real thoughts on how they'll do. I guarantee you, 13 and 4 ain't on the table. No? Well, it's better than half pint picking his little cousin's peewee team to make the conference title game just because they're from Tennessee. Well, he didn't even do that this year. No, but his wild card pick was worse. Which is who? Dude, he picked Atlanta. Oh. No. <laughs> Harper just got offended. <laughs> Their quarterback is Marcus Mariota. And we we, and we had that conversation with him. Yeah, so let me, we, I'll, yeah. I think I watched that game last night. We were the, like, dude, what do you do? What do you do? Is this a joke? Or is this a bit? What are you doing? There were no like in all honesty, Doc's gonna play 17 and 0 Super Bowl suck it on here. You know, he's gonna play that up during the season. There were no Homer picks on that show. Like, I mean, maybe somebody might have picked the Titans to go to I don't even know if he picked the Titans to go to playoffs. And maybe somebody would have picked the picked the Cowboys to make the playoffs. But there were no Homer picks. It's straight up. It's straight up. Like, if you think it was somebody picking the Titans and somebody picking the Cowboys to go, to run the table, it, bruh, it couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. I think the Saints would go to the playoffs, but, you know, I don't know how far they'll get. Yeah, I'm the same way, Harper. Yeah. And fucking Michael Thomas is made out of fucking glass. He wasn't for five years, and then he became yeah, made out of cotton no, candy. Right. Did he get paid? Yeah, he got paid. Then what does he care? Yeah, I know, dude. Isn't that fucking crazy? Thoughts and prayers, dog. Thoughts and prayers, dog. All right. On that note, fellas, let's uh, hit the go-home cue right off into the sunset unless you got anything else, Doc, do you? No, 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 no. All right. Well, Hopper, let's hit that tagline and let's roll. Book it, bitch.